Welcome to another episode of the Building Online Sales Success podcast. For those of you listening to the podcast, hello, welcome back. This episode, I'm joined by the most incredible guest who I'll introduce you to in just a moment. Those of you that are here watching on video, you're probably watching on YouTube. Hello, welcome to the channel. If you like what you hear today, I would love to invite you to subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast. And if you know anybody in your circle, one of your business besties that would get value from talking about women making money, because that is what we're talking about today. If you know anybody that loves that topic or wants to learn more about how to create more wealth in their life without being sleazy and tactical and all those yucky things that we always talk about here, then please do share the YouTube channel. Please do share the podcast with your inner circle. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online sales success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. I don't want to keep myself from introducing this absolute legend that I have got here on the show today, Rebecca Barr, also known as the Femalepreneur Coach. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Always so great to be in your energy, Rachel. I've been so excited for this episode, I have to say. I knew it would be amazing. So thank you so much for that lovely introduction. I'm so glad that I brushed my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you always look amazing anyway. So for those of you that don't know, Rebecca and I, we've had the pleasure of being in LA together. We went to a business mastermind together in LA back in July. So we've actually had the privilege of meeting face to face. We've sat around a pool with champagne together. We've been out and down. You have seen me in my bikini after five kids. (laughs) (laughs) You lucky thing. (laughs) I'm desperate to ask you about one of the things that you put in your pre-show notes. But let me just introduce you in the way that I should. And then I'm going to ask you this exciting question. So... (laughs) Rebecca, as I said, she's also known as the Femalepreneur Coach. She's an award-winning entrepreneur. She's a money mindset and business growth coach for results-driven female entrepreneurs. She's also a busy mama to five kids. I do not know how you do that. She's the money queen for women who want more impact, more joy, and to make more money in their life using her signature wealth activation system. I cannot wait to hear more about that what I really want to hear about though is how did you manifest Simon Cow? oh my god I forgot about this <laughs> yes oh my god wow this is testament to the power of intention and 
like really ladies this is almost like a cautionary tale like be careful what you wish for and what you are actually putting into your energy and into your mindset every day it's quite funny actually because I basically was listening to a podcast and it was actually a really old episode and I didn't realize can't even remember who it was but he was on there and I just something he mentioned about his leadership style and that no matter how successful that he gets in business no no matter how many like how knowledgeable he is at any like team meeting he will always go around the room and ask absolutely everybody like their input and their viewpoint even if it's like an intern that's only just turned up for like the coffee <laughs> they're just literally serving coffee he asks everybody because he recognizes that he's never going to be the person that knows absolutely everybody everything about everybody and like you know it's always interesting to get that that viewpoint so that was really fascinating to me and really just kind of took the pressure off obviously at the time I was an entrepreneur and I just found like wow, that's really amazing. So at the moment, I feel like I need to be the guru of all things, the center of everything, you know, and even just as a woman and as a mom, like, bloody hell, that's a that's exhausting and a lot to put on your shoulders. When it, I realized about like collaborative energy and the collective energy and how much magic can happen, it really felt amazing. So I remember thinking, like, as I'm on the school run and listening to this podcast, wow, I'd love to tell him at some point, like how profound I found that interview and how much that's really impacted my leadership style going forward. And I was in Harrods the next day, as you do, only bloody bumped into him in the toy department. Mortifying thing because. I literally saw him and I just couldn't help myself. I had to go over and say, oh my God, I think I manifested you. And he was like, literally jumped back. Like I was about to assault him because he's actually not very big. I don't know. Oh, I can imagine he's there. quite big. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big woman. I'm like five one, but I obviously came across very intimidating because he literally jumped out of his skin and backwards away from me. He physically recoiled. And I was like, oh my God, I love you. I was literally listening to you yesterday on a podcast. And you know what was just so interesting? I mean, first of all, he was fantastic and absolutely listened to this crazy woman who ran over to him at speed with excited energy. I'm quite a high energy person anyway, but he actually agreed with me. And he actually believes in the law of attraction. And he was like, absolutely. That is a manifestation in action. And I'm glad to be here and like, you know, kind of, you know, representing wow. that for you and he really believes in the power of personal energy and being mindful of what you're putting out there so yeah I love that story I mean I'm still yet to actually like manifest you know somebody more exciting like Zac Efron or you know I don't know someone a bit hotter than Simon Cowell I'm still trying to reverse engineer what the hell I did but you know yeah well I mean the fact that it was the next day is like that's pretty yeah. amazing isn't it really <laughs> yeah yeah, so ladies, you know, if you want to manifest a celebrity, go hang around in the toy department in Harrods. Yeah, why not? Like, brilliant. He was probably buying toys for his little boy, wasn't he? I know. Yeah, he was there as well. And it's I didn't want to tell him. He was like, are you here with the kids? I was like, no. <laughs> I actually go to Harrods because I live in not far from like Chelsea. And I go there for the cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you just totally pregnant. See if you can find Simon again, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the topic of money because that's what we're here to talk about. Sorry, Simon Cow, but you know, you were very yeah. interesting. But let's talk about money. One of the promises that I made on this show when I first designed, you know, what I wanted this podcast to be all about, one of the things was like real, raw, honest business truth not the you know the bs that you hear people say just because it sounds good and i know that that is the only way that you like to talk anyway so we're going to have a really honest chat here so i'm going to come in with a controversial 
question and that is how do you how do you feel and how do your clients feel the women that are in your network the women that you're helping how does it feel when you say i want to make money i love making money i i'm here to make money how do you how does that feel and how do you help people get over the fact that sometimes that doesn't feel good and it and it causes judgment and Let's lift the lid on that a little bit, you know, like what are you? Well, first of all, Rachel, I bloody love it. (laughs) I love making money because I know that I am a heart led entrepreneur. I'm a good person. Whatever I do with my money, I'm going to do good things. And statistically, as women, we are actually more likely to pay it forwards, to develop teams that are, you know, flexible working, to invest in charitable causes. So whenever my clients are coming up with that resistance, I'm almost like, it's not even about you right now. Like take the ego from that situation where you're, you know, we have all this conditioning around worthiness and everything else. It's like the world needs you to step forward and step up as a leader. We need more female leaders in place right now. Like literally the world is waiting for you to go out there and claim what is essentially your birthright, which is wealth. And I understand as a money mindset coach, there is so much conditioning around why we feel that shame and resistance and guilt and, you know, embarrassment and awkwardness. Obviously, you know, for us in the UK, we're kind of just, you know, we come out the womb feeling apologetic. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm taking up space. And I'm sorry, like, I'm if I'm too loud. But genuinely, as women, we are conditioned, you know, not only are we conditioned by society and by the times that our parents would have grown up in, but also through our ancestry and our lineage, like we are actually born with fears and phobias around stepping forwards, being seen, being outspoken. And you know, like I say, taking up more space than we feel like we should do, but it's our responsibility. That's how I position with my clients. I'm all about like the nurture, but also like the tough love. <laughs> like it's our responsibility, this generation right now, to be the game changers for our daughters and the generations to come, you know? So there is no more room to play small and there's no excuses because we can absolutely claim whatever is meant for us. And we need to start owning that with pride yeah. rather than being like, oh, I'm so resilient and I'm so resourceful. I can make like 10 pounds last like two weeks and I can make sure that I, you know, wearing with a badge of pride, that I barely spent any money on myself and you know my kids get everything that needs to stop being a badge of honor that needs to be like well you really need to like flip the script on that belief that that is what you should be doing so yeah I absolutely love to talk about money I do it all the time I see it as a conduit to great things and it excites me every woman that steps up and claims their worth the better the world is like genuinely yeah 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 love it no pressure no biggie we're just here to make the world a better place absolutely (laughs) well one of the things that I will often do when I'm working with clients who have got exactly as you described you know like that feeling of shame and judgment and if I make money I must be a bad person you know and that often comes from childhood doesn't it one of the things that I will often bring to a coaching group conversation is the question of how much money's in your bank account right now? I'm not asking you, (laughs) but when I say to my ladies, you know, like, so if I ask you now, how much money's in your bank account, what does that raise for you? Like, how does that actually make you feel? It's quite a trigger. It's a room divider, isn't it? (laughs) 
it really and is. it shouldn't be something that is so controversial but we are very much conditioned particularly if you started in corporate you know like there's no opportunities there for that's why there's such a gender pay gap it's because as women like we're told not to tell anybody or have any transparency but yeah. around these conversations and what you know it's almost like you don't want to be too full of yourself you've got to keep humble and it's like a point of connection if you're struggling like how much do we love I was just having this conversation earlier actually with a client and I was saying how many times that when people say you know about petrol prices and the economy and how like covid and how awful everything is do you feel compelled to almost jump in and be like yeah you like my energy bill's gone up this much this has happened and god the petrol prices around here and there's community in that helplessness almost and there's community in moaning about money but the reality is like money didn't disappear there is still trillions of like dollars in the world economy at any one point it might have been redistributed and it might be going into different places right now but it's still there and it's still available and you know inflation well guess what you know salaries have gone up and what we can charge for our services has gone up and we just need to be part of that mindset that you know it's exciting it's growth not to see it as a negative that we're being left behind like and I think that's a difficult one to hear for a lot of people right now when I say that it's quite controversial and people feel quite offended by the fact that I'm saying there's loads of money still in the economy Um, it is true it is true and I think it's up to us what belief we take on you know like when you know somebody in my gym the other day was talking about you know the utility bills are going up and petrol and it's all hard and my response is I just choose not to allow it in I don't want to even engage in that dialogue because it will affect me and I don't want it I don't want it to because that's it your unconscious brain will always mirror back whatever your beliefs are it will never make you a liar so if you have the belief that there is real scarcity and lack in the moment uh, at the moment in the economy on in the online space all that's going to be mirrored back is that belief so the more that you believe that money is everywhere money is abundant I can tap into at any point the more that that will be confirmed and mirrored back to you because and that's the beauty of things like masterminds and community and why more women need to get together to have these conversations because literally I've got a friend that I've got a joint venture with she isn't part of any other business community apart from me and the conversations that we have are just so different to what we have even Rachel and I in our masterminds because I know that there are women you know August typically you know my friend was like well August everybody's gone away nobody's making money nobody's on social and it just is that way so guess what she didn't make any money in August and I'm in a mastermind right now where I'm like well there's women having like their best income months that are making (laughs) six figures before they even get out of bed so I've got that incredible hindsight of perspective and that is a gift I've put myself in that room to really get for my own mind a sense of what is going on in the world and what is available and it's just confirming what I always knew if you believe that there is abundance there will be abundance and that is that that is the the fact of the matter you know and it can be hard to hear if you're not ready to embrace that mindset but that is the truth yeah so how does somebody get ready how would somebody who is a non-believer you know they believe that abundant thinking is not really a thing and that money's not really energy it's something that goes in your house how does somebody get ready for that you know how do how do you suggest they get ready 
I, when I work with my clients on their money mindset, because ultimately, even though I'm a business coach and it's all about aligned strategies and soul goals and all of those great things, everything starts and stops with money. Because if you don't, like I say, if you don't have conviction in what you're selling, if you don't believe that people are going to pay your prices, if you don't think that there are clients out there that will have that energetic exchange, no matter what strategy I throw at you, you're never really going to go all in. So it's like you're going to have one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake. So everything has to start with money mindset. And what I like to do is obviously essentially take it back to like when were these beliefs formed that's always in early years in childhood so it will be around like you know and if you think about it logically as a child that comes into the world they don't have any skills they don't know anything the only things that they are inherently aware of is loud noises and being dropped that's the everything else they are like a computer that's being programmed by all of the experiences that they are witnessing and essentially like filing mentally filing and they you are. know <laughs> yeah like programming into the computer so like, oh, my parents are arguing about money. So that means that when you, you know, making money is not safe and it's going to lead to conflict in your in your relationships, you can't have it all. When your parents tell you money doesn't grow on trees, it makes you think, well, there's obviously a sum total of money in the world then. If I make it, it means I'm taking it away from somebody else. Or if I make it once, that's it. You're not, like, you've had your job lot. You've got all that you need and, and your allocated allowance. And there's no more available after that point. If I hear things like rich people are greedy, well, I don't, I want to be aligned to my community and my family and I want to stay humble and be a good person I can't possibly do that and also then have money so I think when you get to the root cause of those beliefs you can really look at them as an add-on and be like well is that actually true and you can start to look for like confirmation of you know outside of those beliefs but ultimately it's the, it's the daily mindset work it's never done and I was just saying about a conversation earlier that I had in LA something that was quite interesting to me is for the mastermind that we're in currently there's two levels so there's one that for the women that are making like up to six figures and there's the one that's kind of the next level for the seven figure plus and for some reason this is why I believe in energy and everything else um and there'll be, lo and I'm sure anybody that isn't a believer, like think back over your life and there'll be synchronicities and things that have happened that you just can't explain. Absolutely. There will be things if you really think about it. But for some reason, every time I went to go and sit down with you guys, like for dinner and a couple of times at lunch, there was no room at that table. There was only room at the table with the ladies that were in the next level mastermind. And I was like, I'm finding that so interesting that the universe keeps putting me on the table with these women who are essentially like millionaires. And particularly as a money mindset coach, it's so validating because I really got to pick their brains on, you know, their relationship with money and some of the conversations that they were having. And you know what? It's exactly the same as we have those six figure mark. The work never ends. The conversations, the fears, the worries are still exactly the same. The only thing that is different, and I had this confirmed because I recorded my own podcast episode of this, and one of the ladies listened and called me and was like, I just want to say, like, it's completely spot on your observations, but they are neutral to the outcome of money. It's not about like, it's no longer a driving factor, like a basic need because they've got their needs met. Like they already, you know, their rent's paid, their food's paid, like all of that. So it's, they're no longer in survival mode. So they're neutral to like the amount as such. The numbers on the page almost don't face them, but it doesn't mean that with every next level, there isn't an element of imposter syndrome and, you know, all of these other things that, that creep in. So what I try and get my clients to do is to really, commit to this as a daily practice and it's why I have my wealth activation system it's a series of hypnosis audios that are meant to be kind of you know keep you on track throughout the day stop letting a bad day turn into a bad week turn into a bad month turn into a bad year and turn into well it's just the economy
Yeah, 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 yeah. You can take your you power can, back. Yeah, you can put on that pair of shoes and decide that they're comfy or not comfy, and you can kick them back off again, or you can walk around for months in them, and that's yes. up to us. Yeah, I get that. I want to hear more about the wealth activation system. One thing that absolutely always works well for me if I am feeling that oh businesses you know maybe plateaued a little bit or I've got a launch coming up or I want to kickstart a funnel and I you know I want it to feel energized you know buy money I will go and spend money I will go and yes. buy the most expensive candle I love candles that's my one of my go-to things I go and buy like a luxury candle or luxury like bath salts or things for the bathroom my bathroom is worth a lot of money because it's like filled with like the most amazing things because that's my treat that's my go-to if I want to create energy around feeling of abundance yeah totally yeah. Do you know what I do? It's quite funny, actually. Whenever I'm trying to hit my next level milestone or really like do something really exciting, I clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> because I know, and it's so funny, but I need, I know that in order to welcome something new in, I have to let something go. So I need to create space for this abundance. So if I'm saying I want more clients, have I actually got room in my diary right now to like actually fulfill and serve more clients? So I need to make sure that I'm creating space for whatever it is that I'm saying that I want. But also money loves a purpose. So sometimes you just need to, you would be more compelled to do it if there was really something attached to it. And if that is something, you know, if you want to be selfless initially and think, well, then, you know, something for my kids, if that to you is more of a pull and more of a motivator, then, then go with it. But know that it is entirely possible and it's absolutely available to you. And it's your responsibility almost to like go for those big numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think because we're both business coaches, we are both measured on our success at helping other people go and make money, go and implement strategies, go and get the work done to get the outcome that they want. And so it is our responsibility because if we can't help them, then, you know, what's left, you know, it's just bumbling along, hoping that it's going to figure itself out one day. And the chances are it won't. And time is the most precious thing that we've all got, which yes. means that we want to like condense it and get things as fast as possible, which, you know, obviously you've done my sprint, which is, you know, my, my interpretation of getting things done as fast as possible is about taking all the fluff and the BS out of a coaching program and only giving people the steps that are really needed, not all the extra stuff which sometimes can be, you know, taking us off down a little side road and sometimes a dead end, you know? Yeah, that's so. it. And I think that's why we're so aligned because we are just get to the point women, like we are action takers and we know that you can have a very successful business without any of those elements. So it's almost like that icing on the cake and it adds a level of professionalism and it will allow you to scale a business, but it's not necessary. I just had a client recently that's actually transitioned into a new business so she had a business and now she wants to be a coach within that industry, supporting other women to build a business too. But she doesn't have an audience. They don't know her as that. She's never been a coach before. She didn't have a sales page. She didn't have an email sequence. She hasn't even got an email list yet. She hasn't got like, well, we literally didn't even have anything pretty much. But what we had was a desire to support and serve. 
I know if I could get hold of the right women right now, I can really help them to create a business that is entirely on their terms. And I just need to get out, get it out, get that message out there and, and the right people will come. And essentially that's what we did. We did like a few stories, no grid posts, no carefully created content. It was literally down, dirty, messy, inspired action. I'm thinking about doing this thing who is interested, like quick round of DMs and voice notes, and we'd sold out the beta launch. Amazing. And that is how you make money, really. Just come from a place of service, like a true connection and conviction in what it is that you can do for people, and you will make money, like genuinely. And that's what I love about you, Rachel, and particularly with the sprint that obviously I did, and I believe that I might be the reigning champion on you that. You are like, the reigning champion. You are like the supreme, you know, the supreme sprinter <laughs> with the best result at 100 times return on investment, which I have to say is the most impressive return on investment I've ever heard in the coaching space. You know, like that is, it's probably a combination yeah. of you being an absolute badass and me underpricing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but I think which is ironic by the way because I can't do cardio for absolute shizzle <laughs> so the fact that I am the reigning sprinter also makes me laugh but yeah that's what I loved about that program was again we get in our own ways as women you know we think that things need and this always leads back to a money mindset issue in that we feel that things need to be hard we feel that things need to be complicated in order to be worthy and deserving of that money so we love to overcomplicate a process and we believe that it needs to be more than it is well the reality is you just need to hold space for people and essentially like you know hold up a mirror to what that is possible for them and that is enough so for me that process was all about taking out all of the elements of like fluff bs and complications and all of the distractions of business and essentially take it right back to basics who is it that you want to serve how are you going to help them go out and ask people can i help you and that was basically it and that was enough even for me as a business coach i was overlooking so many people in my audience that i was like oh i don't know if they'd be interested oh, i don't know like and yeah. i literally called out these women and was like listen if you are following my page, you obviously are X, Y, and Z. You are obviously an ambitious woman who wants to make money and have an impact and doesn't want to do it like everybody else, wants to do it on their own terms in a way that feels good and plays to their strengths. So guess what? If that is you right now and I'm speaking to your soul, why don't you jump on a call and actually let's see if we can get this done. And I was inundated with calls, actually. I was a bit like, oh, shit. <laughs> I've got to close the space in my diary. I need to clean my house. <laughs> not, I haven't even lit a candle or set any intentions. I've got nowhere for this money to go right now. And I was like, but that's what I loved. You were like, just get out there, just get it done. Like, da, 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 da. let's start overcomplicating it. But again, as women, like, let's give each other permission to do this, to just be authentic. And we kind of had this conversation a minute ago, but I feel like this is the rise of the truly heart led female entrepreneurs. So, this is our time to really step into being perfectly imperfect and just wanting to come from a place of service. Like this is your time, Karina. If you're, if you've got ADHD, if you are no good at consistency, if you are not a copywriter by nature, if you are terrible on video, 
guess what? This is what is embrace those flaws. This is what's going to yeah. set you apart online right now. People are burnt out by the slick sales posts and 25 part funnels. Like they don't want to be in a group coaching program with a hundred people where they don't even get their questions asked. They are not interested in, you know, hundreds of testimonials. They just want to know you. They want to know that you know them, you see them, you know, you can serve them and they, that you're going to get them results. Guess what? This is your time. Like let's ah. embrace it. I'll completely agree. I think anything that looks like marketing at the moment doesn't yeah. get a good response because yeah. we're burnt out by perfect, polished, you know, completely done looking things. You know, if it looks like marketing, it will get treated like marketing, which will be, you know, at arm's length. So rough, ready, raw, bold action, yeah. I think is absolutely on the rise right now. 100% agree and, with you. And the genuine connection. So one thing I love about you that is so aligned to me, and I think it's because like I had an offline business before I became an entrepreneur online as such. So I was an entrepreneur. I've been in business for like eight years and coaching for five. So I know that you have to get out there and just have conversations to build a business, to build a reputation, to build a brand. That's where I started my entrepreneurial journey. So it's almost like I I earned my stripes by almost a bit like ignorantly, just like going into a room and being the loudest person at networking events and just being like, hi, da -da -da, I've got this thing. Like, if you want to come over, that'd be amazing. And I didn't know that that's like, people were like, oh my God, like, she's so chatty. She's so like this, she's so that. I, I didn't know. So I just kind of went out there and approached it like I would like a night out with the girls. So I was like, oh my God, you're by yourself. Come over here, come talk to us. Like, da -da -da. Like, like I do just make friends on, in the toilets, you know, on a night out. So that's how I built my business. So for me, that is my preferred way. I hate being hidden behind a screen and everything else. And one thing I love about you is that you teach authentic DM strategies because this isn't about being sleazy. It's just about having a connection and a conversation. Yeah. And don't so many of us want that right now. Don't you miss that? Just yeah. having a conversation with somebody, you know? I think particularly yeah. during lockdown, like we spent a lot of time being aware of our mental health and being present and jumping on zoom calls and letting people know that they they matter and they care and then we you know a lot of people have gone back to work and got busy with life again and now suddenly that doesn't seem to matter like you know I have to sometimes even now remind myself to like check in with my sister but yet during lockdown every day how are you what's going yeah, on like it's very yeah. very present yeah yeah, yeah. I, I'm like you my business journey started in a face-to-face environment I would go out networking I'd go to the opening of an envelope every breakfast lunch dinner I was there and I remember one of the first times I went networking somebody said so you know what is it that you do and I hadn't even started my business yet and I said well do you know what I've come out of, out of corporate role I'm a UK sales director by you know by trade by experience and I'm just having fun I'm just getting to know people having fun yeah. like well, but what do you actually do? And I said, well, I haven't built the business yet, but I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to train people how to sell because I've been doing it 20 years yeah. and my diary was full. I didn't have an offer. I didn't have a price. I didn't know what I was going to do. I hadn't built a program. I just said, I'm having fun. I've got a skill set that helps people to sell. And my diary was full. I just, the business yeah. just took off. And it was, none of it was polished. None of it was perfect. It was far from perfect, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> and if anything, that is the best way to do it. It's like, give yourself permission to just 
have a go like that's the thing follow those nudges follow those intuitive downloads some things are going to stick some things won't some things will work some things won't but that's the journey of entrepreneurship like it's allowing yourself permission I always think of people like Richard Branson like do you think he's sitting there crying himself to sleep because Virgin Cola didn't work out I think he's probably absolutely fine. But if you think about it, and this is the difference between men and women in sometimes in our psychology. And obviously, you know, I believe in like energetic principles, masculine and feminine, but a sign of a really good leader is somebody who is super creative, super intuitive to what their audience needs. And a lot of things, and also like gets things done and everything else, but it's about being adaptable, resourceful, creative, finding workarounds and just being flexible. So it's not my one way or no way. And I identify people like Simon Cowell, people like Richard Branson and really iconic leaders. People assume that they must be very much in their masculine energy and they are like the epitome of a really great, strong leading man. And I'm like, all of those skills that he has are very much in his feminine energy. That is a man who's very much in his feminine because he is intuitive. He is creative. He is resourceful. He's adaptable. And as women, we want to stop being feminine because we see it as a negative. And I'm like, you've got it completely wrong. So we feel very much in our masculine. We have to be busy. We have to be working hard. We have to be doing all the things, wearing all the hats, getting shit done, earning our money, earning our stripes, or you're not a good leader. And it's like, no, we've got our superpower. We've got it all around the wrong way. So that's always like something that I find quite interesting. Yeah. I remember being given the feedback as I was climbing the corporate ladder that I wasn't good for the director's job that I was applying for because I was instinctive. And I yeah. remember saying, I thought operating on your instinct was good as long as your instinct was good. Like, I don't understand the feedback. And they were like, no, you should be more strategic. You should be more high read. And yeah. that would make you a good director. And then about three years later, I got the job and then got the feedback. The reason that you're so great with people, Rachel, the reason that you always get your numbers and you get the job done is because you trust your gut instinct. And I was like, are you joking me? Yeah, but that's the thing. The world is changing. So this is why, like, you're having to be more creative and bring new things to market. You're having to be like the world is quicker. The pace is faster. Like we know even just our brains have evolved in the, the speed at which we can process information has moved on. And we have to be adaptable to that as women. Like we're the next generation of leaders that are bringing the new, new innovation to market that are serving in different ways. Like a lot of the things that are available to us that weren't even a thing like a few years ago. I didn't even have a social media page for the first three years of my business. And I didn't even like getting onto Instagram. I was like, what is this? Like, I've just got my Facebook page with my friends from school. Like, so the amount of like things that we need to learn, roll with, like, and the speed at which we need to do it. This is where I was joking with the client earlier, but it's almost like as women, we need to start deciding and drawing the line in the sand. I've only got so many fucks to give. Who is going to get them today? And let me tell you, we are not Whitney Houston. We do not need to be every woman and we do not need to wear every hat. This is your real opportunity where you get to choose like what it is that you really want to go all in on. (laughs) Are you laughing at my Whitney Houston thing? (laughs) but it's true this is where the conditioning starts from Whitney Houston yeah but Rebecca I want to be Whitney Houston I want to you don't need to be Whitney Houston but you can you've got it in you absolutely I love that song I do I love nothing more than having a boogie around the dance floor to that song anything you want done no do your bloody self I'm gonna outsource yeah yeah no I 
I completely agree with you. I mean, we've just taken on two new team members in the last couple of weeks and it feels so good to have them, you know, to come in, be able to just hit the ground running because we've already built processes. We've already got a really stable foundation. So it means when you are outsourcing and hiring, it's easier than it was the first time round. The first time I outsourced anything, it was a car crash because there was like no processes. It was hard, but it yeah. feels, it but does feel to get support. Yeah, absolutely. And there's always a link with money mindset about your ability to receive. And if you're the kind of woman who's like, somebody tries to throw you a compliment and you're like, oh no, this old thing, like, oh, it's nothing. Or somebody tries to pay for coffee and you're like wrestling in your handbag to try and be the first person to put your card down. You've got a money block and an issue with receiving. So guess what? You're going to be inadvertently and unconsciously blocking so many opportunities. You are leaving money on the table every day. And what a bloody shame. Because yeah. like I say, the world needs you to be wealthy. What a shame. Yeah. Like, but you have to start being aware of these habits. So I love this, right? So that people should be grabbing their notepad now and saying, yes. let somebody buy me a coffee. Let somebody yes. me. accept the compliment. If you say my hair's looking yes. good, just go, yes, thanks. Check yeah, and out. if somebody offers to babysit your kids, you say yes, and yes. you lock that shit in. Like you get that in the diary. Don't say, oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it yeah yeah well I mean yeah being a martyr doesn't actually get you anywhere does it you know let's be honest no as much as we wear it with a badge of honor it actually (laughs) you know fortune phases the bold and the brave and that and it's true (laughs) yeah it absolutely does I say that quite a lot you know fortune favors the brave and I actually use that in when I'm helping people with launching I always say the revenue is in the replay the fortune is in the follow-up they're the two things that people don't do enough of. They don't drive replay views. You know, they put all yeah. their heart and soul into content and then they don't drive replay views. And then they'll, oh, do, yeah. they'll do all the work. They'll do the masterclass, the workshop, the challenge, whatever it is. And then they don't follow anyone up because yeah. they just assume that because they did the content that will sell the offer. But it won't. Yeah. They have to follow people oh, up. Yeah. And there's certainly an element of being like a boss lady, like actually finding smart ways to multiply the, your energy and leveraging your time and whatever you're doing, getting the biggest bang for your buck, that's definitely missing. It's almost like people feel like you're being ruthless or a bit of a shark, but it's about being a smart businesswoman. So absolutely, there's an up-leveling that needs to happen. And like you say, you're really great at repurposing content, getting the biggest bang for your buck. And I would say like the revenues in the reviews actually, because it's equally like if I've worked with so many past clients, rather than just getting one cute little grid post how do I ride this pony all the way home and then like so you know you could do lives you can do IGTVs you can get video testimonials like you can do all the things but also once you've got money into your business how do you then multiply it start getting educated around ways to multiply this money once you've got it it's not all about bringing it in it's what you do with it when you got it so yeah so like you could literally talk about this in so many ways but I think as women it starts with just claiming it that it's even yours and available to you and then starting to get into that mindset like right okay I've only got so many fucks to give who gets them today (laughs) yeah yeah exactly I'm just imagining people going um, picking up their pen ride the pony all the way I need to write these things down like the absolute clangers that you come out with it's like we need a book of Beckyisms. yeah absolutely so let's just talk about this wealth activation system 
that's the how yeah. people how do people get it what i will do is i will drop the link below this podcast episode i will drop the link below the youtube video i'll make sure that you've got rebecca's social media handle as well just to so you can go and give her a follow but tell everybody about this wealth activation system like how do they get it so essentially so it's a completely free resource because genuinely this is my legacy. Like I am committed to getting more collective wealth into the hands of heart-led women. So it's a series of hypnosis audios that are one in the morning when our brain is in the most suggestible state and one in the evening. So again, really unpro- like unpick those limiting beliefs that we have around money, which means that we're unconsciously you know, blocking the amount of money that we're due to receive. So it's essentially keeping you high vibes throughout the day. There's also like a guided meditation in the middle of the day and recognizing that I'm committed to this work I think that's what it is for me if you are not able to even download and listen to these audios and give yourself that time to really get yourself in the mode and give your set yourself up for the most amount of success you're not fully committed about creating an impact creating a legacy building generational wealth you're curious you're not committed and we need to start stepping into that mindset and holding ourselves accountable that you know there's there's nothing humble about staying poor and you know not helping you know not being able to have a lasting legacy or impact on this world it's your responsibility like I said before so I would love for more women to start claiming that and really doing the daily work that it takes to reprogram not only a lifetime of conditioning that convinces you that staying poor and being humble is a great thing but also ancestrally what we're then holding for through our lineage as a woman you know anybody that's read the witch's wound as women we're also predispositioned to have a lot of trauma passed down through our genetics around being different outspoken da, da, da. so it's just recognizing that that's the work that needs to happen but embrace it <laughs> so it's get the wealth activation system download it make the time in the diary morning and evening yeah. and commit to doing that on a daily basis yeah own it start and start like celebrating it celebrating those wins having those conversations being part of the change that you want to see right now I think I would love to compel more people to aspire to like I say we're the generation that's going to change the game for our daughters absolutely absolutely yeah Bex I just I think we could just chat all day yes (laughs) because there's so much to talk about on this subject so I really hope that the listeners here go and get hold of that wealth activation system drop Bex a DM over on Instagram you'll get a handle below this go and tell her you know when you've gone and done that meditation when you've had a listen and you're feeling all excited about it go and tell her come and tell me celebrate oh, do it. I love it I'm in my DMs all day that would be yeah. amazing yeah yeah there's there's nothing better is there than you know creating something to help somebody and then hearing that it's actually helped you know like that is just the best feeling yeah yeah soul purpose the field tick thanks very much yeah, yeah. go to sleep with a big smile on my face yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And thank you so much for having me, Rachel. I genuinely really believe these conversations need to be happening more and more for women. And, you know, always great to be in your energy as always. Yes. Well, likewise. I mean, I love being in your energy. And that trip to LA is not the last one. We're going to be no, doing it next. Yeah, we've got London next, haven't we? So yeah, exciting times ahead. So thank you so, so, so much for being a guest here I will publish this on the podcast I can't tell you exactly what date it will be but it will be on the podcast 
really soon and I'll get it on the YouTube channel and you can all flood into Bex's DMs and get a hold of that wealth activation system. So thank you. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there.